Welcome to Let's Keep It Real, Campus Style, our new series. I am joined by some great young minds from Temple University. Let me tell you something. These kids freaking blew me away. We are tackling the most prevalent and important topics for young adults and searching for solutions, which I know we found. There is no filter. It's just the truth. Hello, everyone. I'm so freaking excited. Have I talked about this enough? With Let's Keep It Real, we are definitely going to keep it real. Our first one at the college campus, and it's my alumni. Woohoo to Temple. All right, so here's the deal. I walked all around the campus. I said, is it different? It's vastly different. I mean, they got it made here. I mean, these kids, we didn't even have lights when we were walking to the car. So it's like incredibly already different. Then I came in to meet the kids. I was so, so excited. I don't know if I'm supposed to call them kids or young adults. Maybe they're going to yell at me later. But I went home and I couldn't sleep. My husband's like, what the freak is wrong? I met the best kids. I can't believe it. They're just perfect. They're awesome. They're wonderful. I don't understand. Why do millennials get a bad rap? And then my son, who's 15, says to me, Mom, they're not millennials. They're Generation Z. So anyhow, I did a lot of research. My head is spinning. I talked to people about what they think about the younger generation. Ooh, not so good. Not so good. But before we get into that, let me introduce you to the team. I'm going to just do first names for now. Then maybe we'll disclose them later. I apologize ahead of time. They're a fun group and you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. I know we have kids listening, but you might want to put them away for now. All right. First up, let me just say hey to Victoria. Hi. Oh, Victoria, you had my head spinning. I left here. I was so excited. I I was thinking of all the men I could match you up with. Oh, my God. You sound like my mother. First of all, she's okay, single. Though. If I didn't say that right now, Victoria is gorgeous, hot, and single. All right. Anyhow, we'll get back to that. And she commutes, so that's good with me. Mackenzie, how are you? Hi. I'm great. How are you? I wish you could see these guys are so gorgeous. I mean, we'll have to do that next time. Now, Mackenzie, let me just get that right. You newly moved in. With your boyfriend. Yeah. Is that for public knowledge too late now, Yeah, right? no, that's fine. All right. And how long have you been living with him? Um, now it's been about seven months. Seven months. Seven or eight months. Did I get this wrong or did I wake up at two in the morning and dream that you both, one person ate upstairs and the other person ate downstairs? Or did I make that all up? No, we do that sometimes. We like We like our own personal space. Like, we like each other a lot, but we like our own personal You're space. You're like kitty cats. All right, we'll get back to that. It's all kinds of fun stuff. Michael. How you doing? Man, did I... <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this. Oh, uh, there's a book on this one. So, in the past, is that how we're going with this? Or that's what we're putting out today? You dated someone that totally different faith or same faith, but just a same, str- same faith. Uh, parents are a very, very strong, uh, very strong believers in said faith. And, okay. you know, sir, I, I am of the same faith, but the only thing is... It's a different extreme, I guess you can say. So they love you? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> so I was worried about that. Mama Hen was worried about Michael, but we'll get back to that. Let's move on to the mature one. <laughs> hey, are, are you sure we can use mature? I don't know. Well, let's put older. I think you are definitely a millennial. Yes. You yeah. are definitely There's a millennial. There's no doubt about that one. All right, yeah. because I, I think I got my numbers right, but we'll get into that. Adam, you're engaged. Are you still engaged? Yeah. Okay, yeah no, good, nothing's good. changed in the month. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no. We're something has changed. We have a date set for the cake testing now. So there you go. 
Oh. Yep. So, can I ask you this? And maybe your fiance doesn't have to listen to it. Do you love all that stuff? Yeah, no, I actually think it's pretty awesome. Really? Um, huh. You know how in the That's movies cool. they always portray the girl as the one dreaming up the wedding and all that stuff? I've always wanted to be married. Like, I've always oh known I want to do it. Uh, am I happy that she's doing most of the planning? Absolutely. Oh but I, I like being a part of it. It's fun. Women, you lost out. Like, that's the perfect man. Okay, but you came back to suit. So tell me what happened a little bit. Uh, all right. Well, first off, I, I never wanted to go to college. Uh, I was enlisted. Saved in a the, lot of money. Saved a lot yeah, of money. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And I, I was enlisted in the Coast Guard from 2011 to 2014. I ended up hurting my back. So that ended my military career really quick. Uh, ten surgeries later, I, you know, Saw the true world of addiction, so I went to Baltimore. I started as a counselor for two years, got my associate's that degree. That was it. Okay. And, and then now I decided, well, I, I've always loved broadcasting, and I decided to move to Philadelphia, come to Temple University, and that's why I met you, Sandy, and that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. All right, so let me just tell you how this is going to go down. And by the way, like I said, you're going to love these guys, and this is the first one with all five, so just bear with us. But... I was listing the topics that you guys wanted to talk about, all right? So number one was how to deal with stress. We can all relate to that. And believe it or not, people, they are busy, okay? So they have a lot of stress just like everyone else. The other major thing was relationships, how to have a fun one, how to have a balanced one, how to, you know, just be joyful in the relationship while you're going to school, you know, and what you accept and not accept. The other thing, and the big thing, which is what we're going to start off with now because we have the totally different populations of, you know, the adults that are listening and the kids that are listening, and I always like to bring both together, why millennials or Generation Z gets a bad rap. So I thought we'd start with that. And I can tell you guys, I didn't think you got that bad of a rap, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> so... I was attacked at the dinner table. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to visit, you know, Temple, and I'm so excited. And, and they just want to know why they get a bad rap. But first of all, does anybody holler know what the age is from millennials to Generation Z? Does anybody know? I know millennials, I think they end at 1994. Yes! I yeah, used to work at a radio station, and we played a game called Boomers vs. Millennials over the air so I always had to find someone who was a boomer and someone who was a millennial and then you'd ask questions about the opposite generations so a millennial would get boomer questions boomer would get millennial questions and then whoever got the most right would win tickets to a concert or oh I like that yeah it was a lot of fun but we don't have tickets to a concert so yeah no. not yet <laughs> not yet no 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 wait a minute that's a good idea Victoria I, mean, I, I got tickets to a burlesque show uh, oh, there you go <laughs> wait do you really because I've never been to one and I we really want to go Victoria, this morning this morning we actually had something called the 50 Shades of Dance Adult Dance Competition it's on October 13th nice lady I've, I've had the pleasure of talking to her so it was a, it was a five hundred dollar cash prize. If I'm glad the she was able dancer. to come on come on the show this morning. I'm glad I was able to be there. That was a fun experience. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is she a student or not a student? No. 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 I think it's she's an exotic dance dancer. Wait. I wonder if it's one not of my instructors. One of my instructors is a um, teacher in sex ed or something, but she's also a burlesque dancer. Huh. I have no idea. Anyhow, I've never been. Have you been? I've been to a drag show. Oh, that okay. that I felt out of my element, but it was interesting. It was yeah, fun. It was, it was fun. Anybody mm -hmm. else? No. No. Uh, no. My neighbor, 
God rest your soul. <laughs> you, I mean, this is on the main line, so it's totally wacky. But he would have shows in his backyard. And my son at the time was like six months old, and he just thought they were all women. They were drag queens. And man, could they belt. And you would never know. You know, that they were men. It was all kinds of fun. I had a great time. And my, oh my husband God. didn't know what was going on. He just thought, oh, you come to a party. And they asked him to bartend. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so funny. It was good. We had a great time. And, and now we just have normal neighbors, so it's all kind of boring. All right, but let's get back on topic. So I, I don't like labels. I really don't. I don't like millennials. But I do see that there is a difference because, you know, you grew up with technology that other people didn't have. So the way your brains work and what you're familiar with and how you can multitask that other people can't, it's totally different. Or the fact we were just talking about 9-11. I mean, some of you are probably just teeny little weenies when 9-11 happened. But before that, we never even thought about stuff like that. Like the wars, they were there, but they were somewhere else. Or how I'm showing up to my son's high school with all the police because someone threatened that there was, you know... They were going to bring, a, I guess, a gun, but a weapon. So there was like a, a lockdown over there. We never dealt with that. You know what I mean? So I think you guys have a lot of new stresses that we did. But, Adam, I want to talk to you first about that. How do you feel? Like, do you feel any pressure, you know, from, like, do you think about those kind of things, you know, of the violence out there or that you're in a public setting or a school setting, anything with guns? Does that even enter your brains? No, honestly, it really does. It, it's funny that you bring that up. I, I would say as a kid, no no concern, no worry about it. It's just as an adult now, seeing everything that happens, um, you know, one thing I, I learned here at Temple is, you know, the, the mean world syndrome. You know, you see this stuff on the news constantly and it really it just starts messing with your brain. You get anxiety about even just walking in the street at night because you're because you're like, oh, I, I, there was 300 murders in this city last year. I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the second one this year, or oh, something yeah. like that. And as, as a kid, that wasn't present. Like honestly, it was. It's funny. You enough, never thought about it. Yeah, it was only after be- being an adult, getting hurt, and being exposed to the different violences while doing law enforcement with the Coast Guard that any of this stuff crossed my mind. Yeah. What about you, Michael? No, I mean, I do think that... I mean, is it a stress for you, or you just don't think it's... I I don't necessarily think so because of the fact that, you know, in my personal experience, I actually grew up in the city of Philadelphia. Um, I don't ever feel like I'm unsafe, especially, like, around here, for example, because I've been on Temple's campus since I was probably four years old. My dad works here. Yeah. He teaches up at the School of Pharmacy. Um, But I do think that there's more more stress just because of in our generation specifically there's been a lot of i think there's definitely been an uptick in like mass shootings yeah especially in the school setting you know parkland was a horrific tragedy that should have never happened i think orlando actually tipped it off just in general orlando the orlando shooting at the oh at at pulse at the pulse nightclub Mm -hmm. well i think sandy hook i think was kind of the one that really started everything because uh, yeah, when I, Sandy Hook yeah. first started you know yes we had a Columbine in 1999 yeah, that was the big one that, yeah, was, that was the big that was one yeah. that was like I hate to say it, but that was kind of like the bar yeah and there's been quite a number of shootings both in a school and in a public area especially like Las Vegas for example where that bar was shattered and Las Vegas like that's yeah. the new bar now because that was, even though it was a structured setting, it was just more people. It was really going at the masses. Mm-hmm. But I think the sickest one, they're all sick, 
Sandy Hook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's children. It's young yeah, children. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason, and I don't want to get, because, you know, people are going to like, Weston, what's going on here? You're always so positive, pippy skippy. But the reason I'm bringing it up is, and we'll get into that later, because that's a whole other podcast, because I really want to hear your opinion, is that you're under stresses we didn't have. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're thinking about things that my, we never thought about. I mean, mm-hmm. ever. You know? We were not sitting there underneath a debt, like, whatever, and doing a drill. Like, it was far away somewhere else. So... Mackenzie, do you ever think about like because everyone has a perspective? Adams is different, totally different than Michael. How do you feel? Does it enter you and your thoughts? I mean, yeah, I live I live in a relatively bad area right now, so even like walking home from the bus stop is quite scary. And I remember being in eighth grade, and we had to go on a lockdown because some kid in my eighth grade class was in a gang, and he tried to leave the gang, and the gang showed up at our school. Oh, goodness. And that was in the eighth grade. And yeah. my, my school was kindergarten through eighth grade. So yeah. there were little, little kids yeah. at my school. And I remember being, what, like 12 or 13 and being like, what is going on? We are so yeah. young. How are you in a gang? Yeah. What school was this? This was up in the Northeast. Oh, my God. Yeah. And yeah, the, Northeast, right? the yeah. Northeast isn't that bad of an area, but there yeah. are pockets. outliers. Yeah, there are yeah. pockets and there's outliers. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Victoria, what about you? Because I want to get everybody. You all have different perspectives. My, I just remember my parents always telling me that you have it worse than we did. We didn't have these issues growing up. We did tornado drills. We don't even get tornadoes. Yeah. And the fact that we're doing lockdowns in schools is beyond it. But I've been doing them since the first grade on top of the occasional oh, so tornado drill. so it's just like, drill. all right, here we go. Yeah, but I never thought that it was ever going to happen until the— yeah. Until I started college, because that's when everything really yeah. started to pick up. So now I'm afraid for my sister, who there was a threat a couple yeah. months ago, um, right before the school year ended. Yeah. So I was scared for her because there was something going on in her school, and I yeah. was here. I was an hour and a half away. I couldn't get to her. My yeah. parents could, but I couldn't. Yeah. So I felt that sense of helplessness. And it's just weird. I kind of want to rewind to, like, the 60s every single day or the 50s. I- I get it. And so just so you know, we are going to do a podcast about that because a lot of people want your opinion and they want to know what to do. And me, it, and I have to take a deep breath in because my heart bleeds for you and I want to find solutions and a positive spin because I don't want you to think about that. But that's a, a whole nother series. Right now, what I want you guys to be aware of, these kids have that in with all the other mix of trying to figure out, okay, what do they want to do with their lives? Just like everything else, going to school, getting good grades. Some of them have jobs. Some of them don't. They're not just sitting there waiting for the world to hand everything to them. So, like, putting it on the lighter side, let's start with Victoria. All right, so, Victoria, do you even think about your millennial or Generation Z? No. No? No. Do you care? Very brief answer. Yeah. No, I worry about myself. Right. Because I don't like labels, but if you read through this and the difference between the millennials and Generation Z, it's, yeah, there are cultural differences with, because you grow up, you know, our parents all say, I think every generation thinks they worked harder than the next. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, we have our parents saying, ah, oh, when we we were working, like my mom says, I was working three jobs when I was your age, and then I started working three jobs, and I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> But so I, I found a way to minimize it back down to two. But I'm taking on more work with the one other job. So it's yeah. I mean, I feel her pain at this point. Yeah. All right. So let's get let's start with that. Okay. How do you feel about your life right now? 
Do you think it's ease and flow? Yes and no. I'm having fun with what I'm doing. So I think that takes... Holler. That's great. So that that takes a lot off. I mean, this first month of school, no. I was working two restaurant jobs on top of my internship, on top of commuting that hour and a half to and from school on Broad Street. And now Broad Street and I have a love-hate relationship. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, don't get me started how long does somebody get down Broad Street. Mm. Can I get rid of buses? I just want them to fly. Mm. You know what I mean? Every van, every carbon truck. Oh, yeah. So I'm I just— I'm happy they're there. I'm happy they're there. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I—but I also keep in the back of my head that everything kind of has its way of working out. So okay. I struggled for maybe three weeks, and then that fourth week, things started to lighten up. So I just try and look on that at that light at the end of that—at the tunnel. Okay. And what's your main goal, like, as far as, like, living your life for the next year? Do you have, like you said, having fun? Enjoying it, figuring out ways? Oh, yeah. I want to kind of be more settled into my career and really having my foot not just in the door but beyond that door. And what year? Remind me what year you are. I'm a junior. You're a junior. Mm-hmm. Do you know where you want to go? Oh, yeah. Where, okay. Well, Victoria knows. Listen <laughs> up. Where are you going, Victoria? I. So the end goal is to be an e-news reporter in L.A., New York, wherever. I just want people to know my name. I want to be the household name, like Ryan Seacrest or... Simon Cow, like anything. I want to be that table talk. Mike rolls his eyes at me because he knows this from day one. I Go ahead, Mike. She's got, no. I mean, <laughs> I think Victoria definitely has it. I mean, you know, me and her first started working together uh, two years ago on mm-hmm. one of our shows here at Temple called The Wake Up Call. And, you know, we've always had good chemistry. We've had good ideas together. You know, we brought on a lot of good people, a lot of big names we thought we, we could never get before. So I'm confident you can get there. I, I totally 110% know so you're going to get somewhere. So what's the eyes about? No, I didn't. Because he's just Mike. I wasn't rolling my eyes. I swear, I was not I rolling my eyes. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I was not rolling my eyes. No, because he, he gets it. Because we're both going through the same thing. We both are, like, on our way to yeah. our end goals, and we're actively in the running of it. Pun intended, Mike. Uh, I get it. So I get it. It's, like, exciting. We get—and that's what's so exciting about our—just uh, being a broadcasting major or a communications major is— we get to see everybody succeed. Like, I'm working at an awesome internship. Mike's doing awesome things with NASCAR. Adam's working with me at another radio station that I'm at. It's and I'm like, your boss here. What? You're not my boss there. It's fine. No, here. No, here. Oh. Here. Oh, yeah. oh, technically, I am right. too, technically. <laughs> no. I wish you could watch the hand gestures going back and forth, but okay. Anywho, back to Victoria. So... See, all right, so you guys are a little different in that some people still at 30 are trying to figure out what they want to do and where they want to go. Oh, yeah. You were more like, you guys know what you want to do. You're you're, you're lucky. You I know? find that it's a rare breed. Like, I knew, personally speaking only for myself, I knew at a very young age, since, like, the second grade, what I wanted to do. And even before that, I told my mom, I'm like, I just want to be famous. What that meant, I have no idea. But as I grew older and I started to so develop my interest— known that. Oh, yeah. Okay. And as I grew older and realized what my interests are and really started to narrow it it down, it wasn't until this year that I was like, oh, I love radio. Okay, so what's your Mm -hmm. full name going to be? Are you going to change it up or keep the same? I'll probably do my first name and then my middle name. Which is? Jordan with a Y. You should just do the middle name. (laughs) My name will just be Jordan. I'm not going to (laughs) answer. 
So you're going to be called Victoria Jordan. Yeah, I thought like that was cool. Um, okay, so yeah. I just want to let you know I discovered Victoria Jordan here just so we can do that. Show. This is where yeah. it all started. This is it. <laughs> Remember yeah. the day. Okay, well, you're light years ahead of people then because I can see it in your eyes. And I love that you're saying, I just want to be famous and I'm going to tell everybody and I'm going to throw it out there because a lot of people don't do that. They're yeah. afraid to throw out what they really want because then if, what if they don't get it, then that's failure. And I don't believe that. Well, that's why we need... And I surround myself with positive people. Yeah. If I, if you surround yourself with people that are actively getting to where they want to be, actively getting those internships, not sitting on their butts, not forgetting about homework and partying on the weekends until they can't see straight, then you're going to start to develop those same habits. But if I'm surrounding myself with positive people who want to achieve and want to do more— they and push you. Yeah. yeah. Th- I push back, they push me. Like it's just it's a constant back and forth, but we're both going to the top. We're pushing into the middle and squeezing upwards. All right, folks, this is not your normal group of kids. I just want to stand on that. And that's I, just the first one. It, <laughs> it, it, except, four it's only five minutes. except Victoria puts me on blast with the whole like, oh, you gotta choose what you want now. I've changed my career I didn't three tell times. You that. I, I'm hearing it. No, it, it no, 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 sad. no, no, um, you're reading, you're reading <laughs> into that. All right, so let's go to Adam then because, so here's the thing. Can I just give my two cents from Mama Bear here? So Mama Bear, there are people that always known what they're going to do. All right, they know it from day one. They come out, here I come world, this is what I'm doing. I didn't. I was a, I was a dance major thinking that's what I wanted to do for a living. It's until I realized I really what, sucked. I wasn't that good. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was good, but not compared to the New York City girls. They well, were. there is an adult dance competition, you know. Well, I'm yeah. going, babe. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they would Are do drugs 21? all night, Victoria, and smoke <laughs> cigarettes, and they'd come in, and they would just waste me away because I wanted to be on Broadway. But the difference is, Adam, is that I always did stuff with passion, and everything I did, I loved. And I, even if I was waitressing, I loved it. Pumping gas, I loved it. And... I switched careers, never, ever thought I wanted to be an entrepreneur. But because I did everything with zest, someone's like, oh, you know, you should train me. And it's not about my life. But I was like, okay. And then it took me down this. And now I love being a business owner. So some there's not just one way. Do you know what I mean? Like there's not just one path. But when you're always looking and you're expecting to surround yourself with – I love that you said that because I didn't get that lesson until I was 35. That's very young to get that lesson of surround yourself with like-minded people because yeah. they, if they're jealous, they can pull you down. But if they're all succeeding, then they, everybody wants everybody to be happy. Yeah. Adam, so now on to you. So, you know, you took a shift, and that's okay, right? Because you re- you went one direction, and it made you realize even more what you do want, correct? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like what I've told Mike and Victoria since I started working with them. I, I was telling people for two years, you know, the, the best way to help improve your life, the situation that you're in, is, you know, follow what you know you want to do. You know, follow your passions, follow your heart. Because if you're listening to the world around you, the world around you is what helped get you in the situation that you're in right now. Uh, you know, not not thinking uh, about the consequences of actions is what you know led people to have to come to my office back in the day. And I was like, hey, you know what? I may be good at this. I may like the feeling I get from helping everybody because that's what I've known I always want to do is help people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've always known I wanted to be in the radio connecting with people. Too. Like I, I want it to be that voice that whenever you turn on turn on your car six o'clock in the morning going to work, you're now joined by conversation 
of people that you consider your friends, but you have no idea who they are because you know that those that's your morning show and that's your show. And that's what I've always I wanted. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. So there's a bond that you have yeah. without even knowing each other. Like oh, that's, absolutely. That's my peeps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I that's, that's, that's the I love best. That. That's the best feeling. Like I always loved that when I, when I was a working man, you know, when I was actually out on the water, 4 o'clock in the morning, I would still tune in to Elliot in the morning in D.C. even though I was in, out in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. And I'd just be listening to him because that's what, that's what got me through the day when I didn't want to. And so I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to reciprocate that feeling to others because I, I feel like I have a bit of a personality. I can be cynical at times, but I can be fun, carefree, and yeah. say some of the most off-color jokes that you'll ever hear that can yeah. still go over the radio because I'm, I'm classy with my word choice. <laughs> classy. He knows the dictionary. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, Mackenzie. I've been yes. waiting to hear from you. I feel yes. like you have a lot going on there. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> so talk. let me – I forget what year you're in. Um, I'm technically a sophomore because I took two semesters off uh, okay. to do with like family issues. So I'm technically a sophomore if okay. you're counting credits. But and are you sure is what you want to be too? Yeah, burlesque dancer, burlesque dancer. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's she could it's, be. It's uh-huh. not out of the question. Right. <laughs> Last resort. Hey, um, there's a lot of money at stake over yeah, there. Apparently, yeah. um, hundred big ones. That's rent. <laughs> I, exactly. <laughs> I don't have one specific set goal because there are so many things that I want to do. And mm-hmm. I was just kind of – because I've always been that way my whole life. Like ever since I was little, I was in theater. I was in musical theater. I I was in bands. I've been playing guitar since I was nine years old. Can you old. sing? Like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> can, can you sing for us right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Megan can sing really well. Yeah. I, I drug her to an open mic night. She's really good. She's been She's been hiding that skill from me. Let's start a band. Yeah. Let's start a band. <laughs> and play guitar. But go ahead. Yeah, so I've been playing music ever since I was little. I was kind of just doing all of these things at once, and that's that's the life that I like to have. Um, so I definitely want to continue with music. But, like, my biggest goal is to be a documentarian. I want to make documentaries. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I was right. actually I was actually a theater major in high school, and we had this thing called Social Justice Day where we had um, – a documentarian come in, show us their documentary that was on some sort of ethical issue. And we spent the whole day, like, talking about it and, like, the issue and everything like that. And then my English teacher, who is now – she's my mentor, and I intern with her sometimes. um, She wanted me to make a a documentary, like a student-produced documentary um, about rape in our school. So she – That's an upbeat subject. Yeah. Well, that's what the huge – that was what the bigger documentary was about, was um, rape in the Congo and that whole epidemic. And so we did it because I wanted to be a filmmaker. Yeah. And she said, this would be perfect practice for you. Go out and do it. So I did it with two other girls in my class, and that's when I fell in love with journalism. I fell in so love. So you like that undercover, yeah. like, you know, some subject mm-hmm. that you're really passionate about, yeah. revealing it to everyone. Yeah, because— That's the, really important. The it's people, so important. I loved connecting with them, and I loved talking— to the subjects and they came up to me afterwards and told me that I really helped them out and then that kind of made me feel like a superhero in a way of course it. so any subjects right now that you're interested in um, doing a documentary on yeah there's there's a few so in Greece there are people who still worship the old ancient gods and my mm-hmm. uncle's girlfriend actually lives in Greece so I might Does go visit her does she worship the ancient gods no oh. she doesn't but she knows okay. people who do so oh. I th- I'm thinking about going out with her see so you have an excuse to go to Greece yeah <laughs> That's cool. Airfare's yeah. cheap, so I hear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Spirit Airlines. <laughs> I'd risk my life. Oh my god. <laughs> risk my life for those deals. Does Spirit actually fly out of the country? I don't know. I don't I don't think that they're like suited for that. I don't know. Like fall apart the moment. I, I don't know. The All US I know airspace. is one time I couldn't get a flight, and it was some cheap flight. I forget what it was. It was fifty bucks nonstop to California. I had can't. to been spirit. That oh I don't know, but I was scared. That must have been a fluke in the system. <laughs> like fifty dollars nonstop wow. from Philly to California, wow. and I felt safe. But there was, you know. But then you got off and you realized just how unsafe it really was. And I can't really remember the there airlines. Was, there was lack of oxygen. There was just. We had to wear the mask. And the mask broke. And they didn't serve even if I paid for it wine and I needed wine desperately. What, like, they, there was no seat handles. They, they didn't give you the in-flight safety instructions. They're like, eh, figure it out. Yeah. That's just it. Figure it out. You, you paid 50 bucks. It's like, what do you California. expect? Yeah, exactly. All right. Hello. More about that later. Michael. How you doing? Good. So let's see. I, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, I got to keep this short because we, we got other topics I want to talk about, but there are other podcasts, and I really think we're going to come back to them. But do you know what you want to do right now? Yes, I do. Look oh. at his head. Since I was <laughs> four years old, I've always had a love for NASCAR. And I actually work for... Since his hat. He has a hat on right now. I should have known NASCAR. This past... I just came back, actually. I worked in Richmond, Virginia with NASCAR on NBC it's as official. a runner. Uh-huh. So, basically, I was their intern for the weekend. But I'd love to actually broadcast races. Um, I, I love every sport. I I can understand every sport. But how can you watch them just go round, 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 I don't round. know. To me, to and me, then, it's And then just... they, could, they go boom, and they, they go die. No, I mean, to me... Little boys in their toys. They're big boys in their toys. I've always loved wild engines, fast cars. I've always loved that. Um, Because it's real. Why? It's such a big culture. Like, when if you go to a race, I I think everybody should go to a race at least once. It's like going to a country concert. You didn't know you liked it until you're there. Yeah. There's beer everywhere. Great. There's alcohol everywhere. This is what we're promoting. Right. I know, obviously not, but, you know, for some kids, like, they love seeing really fast cars. They just want to wear the American flag, you know? Sneak pit. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. So, since you're four, you didn't want to be a race car driver. Well, I did, and then when I realized I wasn't going to work anymore, when I was in eighth grade, I did Why? the morning. And I just, it's expensive. It's really expensive. Not to mention you, it doesn't meet the height requirements. I don't. They don't allow phone. You you have to start. You have to start when you're really young, like eight years old. You have to start driving. Yeah. You can't. What like go karts at happy times? Yeah. I mean, like lawnmower around the house. You start. You start racing like go karts competitively. Oh, I know and somebody who actually you does just that. Increasingly, the, the higher you go, obviously, yeah. the more expensive so it's going to get. So the soapbox. Where did you grow up? Mm. Philadelphia. And yes, I fell in love with NASCAR in Philadelphia. It's a rarity. Right. Because where I, I think it was, where is it, Nazareth? There's a racetrack. Nazareth Speedway. Yeah, because I grew up in Phillipsburg, New Jersey, and mm-hmm. it's not far from. So I've gone to them. I don't get it, though. So I'm not a beer drinker, so maybe that's why it's out. No, but don't it, you get bored of just seeing them going no. around and around? No, I mean, I guess. 87 times. Maybe you have another beer you don't know. I guess, I, don't... I guess for me personally, because I've always wanted to do it since I was a kid, you know, and even right now, being a being an aspiring broadcaster, like I'm watching the races as a broadcaster. So you like, have I'll your favorites? Call, well, you can't really have your I used to have favorites. Okay. But you have to be unbiased when you're a broadcaster. There's but, something about being, being behind the scenes of what you've uh, what, you, what you looked up to. Yeah. yeah. Like I love radio, I love TV, but until I actually got to see what it was like when the cameras weren't rolling, 
it's something magical, yeah. honestly. I mean, I mm. this past weekend, I never honestly, thought of it like that. This past weekend, I didn't want to come home, just because I, 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 I was loving it. I was enjoying it. I mean, yeah, the hours were long, but still, like it, it was. No, but you know what you want to do, and you Mike. love it. Yeah. What'd you say? Yeah, what was <laughs> that? You missed your race car bed. Sandy, this is the same man who <laughs> went and saw Cars 3, purchased the reclining seat, and brought his blanket. No, my girl. His, wait, his car's wait, wait, wait. blanket. Your, your past girlfriend. Let's keep it going. My, no, okay. The car's blanket. I my saw girlfriend bought the me, picture. My girlfriend bought me a Cars 3 blanket but for my birthday. But you brought it out in public. Yeah. See, you damn right go. I did. We're proud, baby. Look, I brought my Zac Efron blanket to the Greatest Showman Theater. So, I mean. Uh, how, old, I, how old are you? This was like December. Yes, but Mike, okay. she, she's a woman. <laughs> it's socially acceptable for her to do that. Hey, I got no shame, yo. I'm, I'm a lover now, of cars. You know Somebody Listen. called the cops and thought they lost a child at the movie theater when you showed up. Let's be honest. <laughs> my dad actually did lose me in New York before. I love this story. When I was about four years old. But we can say that for another day. Okay, we so got time. here's the thing, though. I mean... I wish I could mold you guys because my biggest thing is that I find a lot of the younger generation, well, maybe it's high school because you guys are in college. Mm -hmm. They, you know, are looking to see what everybody else is wearing first. Do you know what I mean? Who's got one on? Like my son doesn't want to put a sweatshirt on unless we pull up to the school and everyone's got their sweatshirt. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And how it's going to look. Oh, that was even I a thing when I went to school. Yeah. yeah that four was... years. Like I graduated four, four years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, mostly they're just ninth grader. So in eighth, it's, you know, you're, you're saying that they just came out of eighth grade and they're all watching what. It was what, more so in middle school. Yeah, that... that's what I'm saying. So they're just there for a few weeks now. And I said, I don't think they do that anymore. Like. So and so can't wear that if you're gonna wear this. Oh, he just started high school. Just two uh, weeks ago. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? He'll he'll be broken in. It's well okay. he will. Because yeah. this is ridiculous. Because by next year he'll be like, I don't feel like getting dressed anymore. I can't <laughs> wait for I'm gonna make All him listen to this because I gotta let him listen to what you do because he's always saying, Mom, most people care what people think. You're the weird one that doesn't care what people think. I go, No, I don't think so. I think there's a lot of people out there that are willing to risk it. You have to. I mean, I for me, depending on the setting, I absolutely care what people think, even yeah. if I don't say it out loud. Okay. Uh, like it's in the back of your mind. It's, it's in the back to of my mind. To some extent, you care yeah. what. People oh yeah, think. but yeah. I also keep it in the back of my head just from hearing my dad and other teachers. I have a teacher now who's like a cup of coffee in the morning. She's amazing, and I know if I sit back and don't say hello to, to that person who I know has that awesome job that could get me to where I want to be, then I'm only missing out. So I view it as an opportunity. But I guess in the high school mindset, it's different. It's yeah. totally different. Yeah. You got the anxiety of the of right. the situation. You don't want to be yeah. rejected. And, right. you know, it's like you you you're thinking of this as a mindset of oh, I need to impress this person because the status quo is nobody's going to say hi. I mean, you and I have classes together, and yeah. you see how I have conversations with the professors because that's just yeah. the type of person I am. I don't even see them as a professor though. To me, it's. They're another. You're probably adult. closer yeah. in age to them than me. <laughs> There's but... a couple of. I mean, like Ken and Joe. Yeah. We're all the same age. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, and you know what? Let, let's just clarify here. Everyone, everyone cares what people think. Oh, absolutely. It's oh, yeah. oh, yeah, just on a scale sure. of you know zero book, to a 100. That book that's been going out, The the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Bleep. Yeah. That, oh, I have yeah. that book. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Point, yeah. yeah. So it just depends on the day also. Some it does. days, you know. Some days you feel like a rock star. But some days you're like, the no. fact that, like, that to me warms my heart. That you're willing, to, you know, to go to a Car Threes movie in your little car pillow case. Yeah, I mean, like, I loved it. It was so warm. It was calm, and it was a damn good movie. Yeah, and he loved. It. And I, 
So my thing. <laughs> no one else was before in the I go to bed. I watch the Disney Channel, and my whole family makes fun of me because Why? it makes me happy. You know, okay. Wait, like now Disney and Channel or like when Hannah Montana was still a thing. Well, I just watch like my big thing is I like bunked. Like where they're all at camp. Kiki Waka. Well, I don't watch any of the stuff. Before you got here, I actually, I revealed something to everybody in the studio that I do almost every single day. Meditate. No. Oh. I should probably start doing that. You should. Every time I eat breakfast or dinner, I have to watch my favorite cartoon, and that's Ed, Ed, and Eddie from Cartoon Network. I, I don't know why. It's a habit now. Yeah. I just put on Friends and call it a day. Yeah, I like Friends. What about you? I was actually just telling Victoria about this. Me and my roommates, we just started rewatching Foster's Home for Imaginary Which is Friends. a great show. It's a great show. It is. I it love is. Cheese and Blue. Cheese and Blue! Cheese especially. I it's love cheese. It's a lot funnier when you're an adult yeah. for some reason. Yeah. It's well, because you realize there's like dirty yeah. jokes in there. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, You didn't get it. It's like yeah. you can rewatch The Simpsons and you watch it when you're a kid. You're like, huh? And now you watch it and you're That's like. That's like if you rewatch Toy Story. Oh my god, that movie is dirty. Wait a minute, I missed it? Yeah. What do you mean it's dirty? Toy Story. You have to... Mr. Potato Head, what a little guy. You just... My teacher in high school, she's like, watch the, sh- watch the movie and understand... Like, just understand these jokes. What's the dirty part? Is- oh god, I haven't seen they, the movie in four years. references to Andy's mom's sex toys and other things like that. Adam seems to know this very well. Because oh, <laughs> he probably looked it up. No, I mean, I, Toy Story was one of my favorite uh, movies. I love Toy Story. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's a... Oh, you touched the mic. No, this... It's a finicky wire with that one, but we can still hear him. We have echoes going on. Oh, we do? Yeah. Do my echo echoing? No, you're fine. Oh. This room doesn't have any reverb, so we're good. Yeah. See, I told you those headsets don't work. Well, we just know what's going on, but no, anywho. Yeah. Anywho. That's right. Zot it out, baby. <laughs> I hope we got it working. No. Are we good? No. no. It's okay. He can just use mine for now on. Yeah. We'll share. Yeah. Well, I love I love it. I wish my dog was here because sometimes he just barks in the background. It <laughs> makes it real conversational. That's what Adam does. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my laughs. <laughs> All right. So, I love it. I'm learning so much. And see, people, do you understand? Not all millennials are created equal. You know, that's, that's true. Right? All Z generation, whatever. What's the next generation? I forget it's what it's even called. Coming up. It's Gen digital. Gen digital. Or like iGen. Yeah, the I, I-Gen. The iGen generation. Right. It's, I mean, yeah, there are some things, but what I'm getting out of this crew, which I'm so happy to hear, you realize that you are going to spend a lot of time at work and you want to be happy and you want to be enjoying it and you want to be passionate about it. We yeah. learn by example. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a great way to feel versus, you're right, a lot of our generation didn't do that, you know? they they. I would say a lot of my friends, they hate what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, majority of people don't like their work. I'm sure you're, you, you understand that and you know it, but they get, they just thought you take a job and then you get a family and then you get a house, what are you going to do? And that never made sense to me. I mean, a lot of people thought I was completely wackadoo, and I am wackadoo, but it worked out for me. Do you know what I mean? It worked out that I was able to make a career, and I love what I do. I freaking love what I do. Yeah. All right, so let's go back a second. Adam, you're up. Can you speak to us? Yeah, she was up. All right, so the millennial thing. Okay. Do you feel like you're lazy? <laughs> do they get a bad rap? 
Um, are you guys? What, I, I are you think, soft? Are you soft? Come on, all millennials I, I are soft. I don't think I should be the poster child. Are, do I'm you very, cut grass? Are you willing yeah, no, to? Absolutely. Would you work it's at a fast time. food restaurant? These are questions that I are have, all spinning I've around in my before. head. Yeah. No, I, I've I've done fast food. I've done warehouse jobs. I, I do a lot of things. But would I call myself lazy? I am my biggest critic. Okay. Um, I only even applied because I'm, I'm the assistant general manager here. So everybody in this room, I am the boss of. I only applied for it because Victoria told me I should. I didn't think I was that qualified. Victoria. Yeah, that Victoria. That Victoria Jordan. Yeah, Victoria Jordan. <laughs> oh, giving me places because I, I don't. I don't believe in my household name. Okay. You know, it's the, uh, the. I guess it's the whole thing. You know, depending on the household that you grow up in. Uh, you know, I was told never be. Don't be proud of yourself. Other that's for other people. You know, you shouldn't have pride. I mean, you should have pride in what you do. Always deliver a good product, but doing your job is doing your job. And so Ooh, that's always been wait, my mentality. Wait, the first thing, don't be proud of yourself. That's for others. I yeah. like that. Yeah, and it's uh, so my whole thing is always like I want others to recognize what I do. I know my job, but then I'm also always thinking in the back of my mind, I can do better. I can do more. Uh, I mean, I'm here until one o'clock in the morning most days, and I don't think that's enough. Because there's always more that can be done. All right. So that's I, – I would call myself lazy because I don't do more and right. I know but I Right, but you're tough on yourself. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Kenzie. Yes. Do you think other kids are soft or lazy in general here? The Z generation or the millennials? Do you think the majority, the rap is fitting and you guys are different? Or do you think boo to everyone that keeps saying that? I don't I don't really know because I think there's groups of people who definitely are lazy, but I think you're going to get that with any generation. Mm. And I think people, absolutely. I think people specifically look on the millennials or generation Z as lazy because we have technology, so things are easier and more accessible to us. But I feel like we're utilizing all of it pretty well. And you can multitask way better. Yeah. I cannot text and talk to you. Can you? Yeah. There's no way. I have no idea what you said. I have to wait till I'm done typing. <laughs> And then you have my full attention. Yeah, no, when I was back in classes, um, I, I took a couple online classes where with, like, pre-recorded lectures. And I was listening to the lectures while reading a textbook and, like, writing a paper at the same time. Ah. So you're <laughs> yeah. more efficient than we are. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that took some practice. That wasn't easy. But yeah. Yeah, no, I've learned So you just think every kid's different. It's not yeah. like you see people that don't do it. So I doubt. Michael, I know your dad's a teacher. He feels that. I don't know if you said they were soft or lazy or soft and lazy. So there was actually, there was one point where, like, this conversation happens all the time where he'll be like, can I just vent for two minutes? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. He said, your generation. And I just kind of sit back, like, here we go again. And he'll bring up. White his, noise? Uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, he's a professor here. And, you know, Every everybody you know, students sometimes can be dumb, and it's sometimes adults can sometimes be dumb. Yeah, yeah. So you know, he you know, I I kind of agree with him on some aspects, but I do think that uh, not even just our generation, just society mm-hmm. is so soft, and people are just so lazy. Like think about it right now, I can get McDonald's delivered to my house now for three dollars more than actually driving there called convenience yeah see i'm just cheap i wouldn't even do that. it's (laughs) convenient it's convenient but i just think that it's you know we're there's so many more things that are becoming like automated now and we're taking advantage of it which is good but like you said before 30 years ago the only thing you get delivered to your house is probably pizza 
And that was yeah. it. Now I can get chickies and peeps delivered mm-hmm. to my house. Well, the problem is that we're okay now because we know what it's like on both ends. But eventually, when like our kids down the line, who knows how much will be automated? And then it's like, well, we don't know what it's like to actually step outside and go into a McDonald's. But, like, but no, I, I went question? through the drive-thru. Like, come on. But can I ask a question? What? Do yes. any of y'all actually know how to garden? Yeah. Or go hunting? No, I don't like the dirt. I, I don't know how to hunt. Yeah. Um, so, but I know how to garden real well. So y'all are soft I don't anyway. Touch a gun. Back, back in my day, you know, the Paleozoic era, I had to go out and hunt dinosaurs and gather eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I garden, by the way, a lot. But let me tell you, I didn't start it until I had kids. Mm. Yeah, I don't you know what I mean. I like, I, I, if you told me I was going to be a gardener, I'd be like, "You're wackadoo." It but also depends on change. our parents. Like, my mom doesn't like the dirt, doesn't like outside, doesn't like the heat. I love the heat and summer, but I don't like the dirt. I don't like bugs. Yeah, and I, I can sit on a chair with like a gate around me and bug zappers everywhere. And my mom's the total opposite. She's four eleven, little Italian lady, and she can just she can probably build a house and tear it down in the same day. Like she. Ooh. When she starts working, she just like as a machine. Yeah, I mean, and even when she's like sick, has a broken bone. I mean, she we got we adopted a dog years ago where she had a broken wrist, and we all had school, we all had work, and she still raised this dog and still cleaned the house and did what? Like, she's a freaking tank. And oh man, she's making. I'm me not a hundred percent there because yeah. I'm. You know, there's some things that you know, a p- power tools for me, not really. <laughs> yeah. My strong suit, but she could do it, no problem. Yeah. So, and I'm also colorblind, so I can't paint either. <laughs> okay, but wait a minute. All right, That's so sad, Mike. all right, but listen. Okay, all right. So it's great your mom does all that, right? It's wonderful. It's wonderful. But she must love that. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I want ease and flow. I want a really balanced life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be able to. Okay, so here's my little pet peeve, and then we'll go back to you. I can't call a friend without them saying, oh, my God, I work so hard, I work so hard, I work so hard. I had a week from hell. I had a week from hell. Do you know what I mean? It's like a badge of honor that you're overworked. And I don't know if that is with your generation. And I say, nothing going on here. Like, I'm joking. Nope, all good. Easy peasy. Balanced life. And it's not always. But my goal is I don't want that. I want to be able to say, I got a good night's sleep, I spent time with my friends and my family and my business, and when I feel it going out of whack, that I want to be my badge of honor. That my life is more, not always in balance, but balance. And I'm not soft or, like, I'm a hard worker, but you see, mm-hmm. I want to work hard and play hard. Well, think about it like this. Every time, you know, I definitely speak from personal experience, whenever we ask them, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, good. You know, I didn't, I didn't really sleep last night. I'm so stressful. Like... Right away, when you ask someone how they're doing, nine times out of ten, it's going to be something negative. So oh, the I'm same so thing tired. with you guys I, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I I'm do so it. tired, but yeah. you know, like, I'll I'm ask, just walking in the door. But I'll ask Victoria. <laughs> I love her. Ride. I'll ask Victoria, now, how's she doing? She'll be, you know, I'm good, you know, but I, I, I'm just tired. I'm answered this morning, you know, I'm doing this, doing that, and I've she's doing a ton the... of stuff. Yeah, I mean, is I... it a badge of honor? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, for, like, yeah. it's cool. I just like to say that I did that. Yeah. yeah. I work for XT. It's, no, it's, it's yeah. no, it's fun stuff. Um, my dad, he'll be like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it that you've had a long day. You're doing the fun stuff. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But, you know, if we're working ourselves to the ground. You want some reward here. Give I, me something. Want, come on. Give it You're proud of slide. me. Yeah, yeah. And this, Love me. This, <laughs> yeah. you know, my dad said the same thing before. He said, you guys, millennials and people in my generation always feel like they have to be rewarded. Yeah. 
and that's I know. A, oh, and that that's was a, big a good thing. connection you, back. Yeah, did you get all get trophies just for being participation award, even if your team didn't wear? Yeah, and I hate that. When I was little league, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I hate it. Everyone got whether you won or lost. Yeah, you, and you, my dad was like, no. He he was that dad that would stand. He, everybody loved him, so I think that was kind of like I can say this. You're the loser. You don't get that trophy. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, you're the loser. But I mean, so, seriously, what does that what does that teach, teach you? What does that yeah. teach you? Well, if I'm the loser, I want to be the winner next time. So I'm going to make sure yeah. that I kick your butt. I don't think everyone should get. It. I, I think, yeah, because no. you have to understand. Sparky it's okay doesn't get a gold to star. All right, I'm it's, your, it's, your. Well, I, I, I'm itching to say this. Go, you know? Adam. Go it Adam. was until I was 18 was the first time I was ever told somebody was proud of me, like that I did a good job, and that was when I graduated from boot camp. 18 years without hearing it from my parents, never got the participation trophy, never any of that other stuff. And I and well, I, I know I'm participation. Here, and I'm going to say this really quick. I know how to use power tools, unlike the only other man in the room here. So I think there is some validity to no participation trophies. Okay, so <laughs> I can use power tools. Just I just want to add that. But did in. you get participation <laughs> trophies? I did not. There you go. I, the science I is there. I, I don't know if there's any correlation. But the bigger thing is, I do think there's a difference between that and saying. I'm proud of you yeah. because I think every single day I tell my kid, I'm I'm not proud of him for what he accomplishes. I'm proud of him of the young man he is. So it's more like I'm proud of him, you know, for who he is as a human being to mankind versus like I'm probably people don't like hearing that. It's not all about the A or you got to see an R or B. Do you know what I mean? I'm proud of him, the kind of person he's becoming. Mm -hmm. And so he'll tell me, oh, my God, Mom, did I tell you I love you enough? Did I tell you that, you know, I love you unconditionally? He goes, oh, my God, too much. But I'd rather that. But it's not like I don't want to instill him in hard work and the ethics of treating people right. But I also don't want him to feel like he has to be miserable to be happy, meaning like overwork. Right. Now, I get it's different. When you're in school, maybe there's no way around that. Do you know what I mean? It, uh, it depends. For me, it's, I, don't, like, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. So that's why I'm constantly doing more to the point where I'm overworked because yeah. I feel like I'm not doing enough. The same mindset that Adam's had probably still does. Yeah. So it, it just depends. But I to- I've told, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I told Victoria, because we had a conversation about this before, where you know, there's someone, an individual that we know who you know, found success success pretty quick early on in their life and you know victoria's telling me am i, am I, am I doing enough and it's like everyone has a different path to their success though yeah. some people strike gold right away some people find it later like it's it's that doesn't mean that you're not doing anything less important than what i'm doing or what mackenzie's doing or adam or whomever but everybody just has a different uh, path to success I, I understand i have something to add but you go ahead how about you do you feel like you're overworked do you feel like i don't know if overworked I think I'm reaching that point, but I'm definitely overwhelmed. But that was a deliberate decision to make. I deliberately took on three jobs and two internships because, so like I said, like... And you're right, people. They're lazy. They're lazy. Can you see these four people? How lazy could they be? I'm sorry. Just had to throw that in there. Yeah, I deliberately did that. So that way, you know, like I said, like I'm taking um, this semester off and then I'm going back to classes next semester. But I decided to take on that many jobs to save up money so I wouldn't have to work as much next semester. So I wouldn't feel so overworked later on. I think it's all about the way you set yourself up. All right. So we don't have time for my little moral of the story. But I do believe this. With all my heart, why I am and always felt joy no matter what and successful inside no matter what people thought because I had everyone 
think I couldn't make it. I shouldn't make it. I heard all the stories. I always wanted to do everything to my best ability with love and passion, like we talked about. But I don't think that's what makes you a household name or gets you to be the journalist in NASCAR. I, I don't believe in work, work. That's one way to get there. And I did it. And I wish someone would tell me this. Work, 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 work. And do, do more. And shake more hands. I don't think that's it. I think it's first, what are you doing it for? How do you feel before you do it? You know, what's the action before you write that email? You know, what are you feeling about? what you're doing and the right person I mean people Megan will tell you she's the right person will walk right into me and I've done nothing extra do you know what I mean because I believe that I'm worthy of success I'm worthy of all happiness I'm worthy of being a household name I'm worthy of every dream so I tell people that don't tell everybody all your hopes and dreams unless they're going to support you keep them to yourself because most people like I said, I was going to book. They told me you're wackadoo. So I just keep it to myself until I know it's really going to happen or I have no doubt. But I don't believe in just work, 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 work is going to get you. I don't. I think you could do it in less. It's how you do it. You know what I mean? With passion and joy and love. Because people always say to me, you didn't shake enough hands. You didn't do this. Well, it didn't hurt me. But when I went to it, I went to it because I really wanted to be there. And I didn't resent anybody. And also... I don't need someone to tell me I did a great job in what Adam was saying. I feel that way every day. Like, I know that I'm doing the best I can. So it's not a matter of how long you do it. It's that it was awesome and you were so creative and you were in that zone for an hour versus five hours. But that's, a, that's enough of my little lecture. I want to wrap it up. I just want to make sure that we got everything in as far as – the millennial topic, because really, I was tricking you. I just want you to know I was tricking the audience, because I knew that you guys were exceptional, and I knew you were hardworking, and I'm just so proud to sit here with you, and so they could hear, yes, you're only four, but let's not put labels on people. Like, forget the millennial disease. Like, let's just take all the kids coming in, you know, individually, just like all adults, because I could rattle off about 24 adults that I think are... You know what I mean? But we won't, you know, or have done bad business deals or who did a handshake deal and then screwed you over. Do you want me to list those? No, you don't, because you know who you are. I think your generation is more about giving back and helping others and accepting others. And there's so many more things to embrace about you people. I am just feeling blessed that I can sit with you guys and learn from you because it makes me so happy to sit here that I could cry with happy tears because you have so many new things you're bringing in the world and I don't want you to change it. So, Adam, you're up. Anything before we wrap up that we didn't say, that we didn't get in? Silence is deadly. Just remember Yeah, that. no, I got nothing. Yeah, we got Silence can add drama, Victoria. Oh, that's so. true. Because I want to I want to stay it. on my, you know. Use it. Is there anything that you want to add in on cuz we've got to make sure with the millennials the Z, is there anything else that you want to say that we didn't get in? We yeah. touched on a little bit of everything. Uh, well, you know what? If uh most people don't change their mind, but if they can change one thing, stop lumping my group in with the people that are younger and obviously far inferior. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And this is where the earrings come out. <laughs> Michael? No, I got nothing, but... Uh, <laughs> and I don't think we're soft, by the way, but because we get food delivered. No, 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 no. Because I, I, I like the food delivered. I'm not getting McDonald's, but, like, 
I could marry Amazon Prime. I mean, like, it saved my life. Saved my life. I think in other aspects. Okay, maybe other aspects. Yeah, in other aspects of life, you know, I I think our society has become rather soft. But. Oh, yeah, in general. That could be a conversation for another Another, day. Yeah. I personally will still go home tonight and probably Uber eat McDonald's to my house. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Proving that you're lazy. Oh, I, oh my gosh, Mackenzie. I don't know. I think you. I think we covered everything. You feeling good about everything? Yeah. Yeah. Feeling quite inspired. I. I think they're going to change their views on young people somewhat. Yeah. Don't you think so? Or just oh, yeah, the conversation. I think. I think the four of us are a pretty good example of how hardworking, you know, some of us actually are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I picked the right group. That's for sure. <laughs> I. Or they picked me. Go ahead. I just want to stop being compared to somebody else. Ooh, that's good. Ooh. Because I, one, I don't like being told what to do, hence the major I'm in, hence why I am where I am, and I just, yeah, I'm my own person. Take I have, me at face value. Exactly. Exactly. I like that. All right, people, for Let's Keep It Real, you know it's me, Weston, signing off with Adam, Michael, Mackenzie and Victoria, thank you. Oh, by the way, by the way, just a big shout out here. You know, guys, even if you don't have my opinion, please, please, please send me your thoughts, your suggestions, what you would like next time, what you want to hear. You know, even though I may not like doing it, I promise you, I will.